God's warriors. By their fruit you will know them. By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. The people that will lead the church into the next phase, or era, will be different than any other in history. They are a new generation, ones with different spirits than those born through Judaism, or even those born from Christianity. These are birthed through truth alone, no denomination, no bloodline affiliation, just truth. Though strong in nature, these will humble themselves to those God has placed over them. Though bold, they submit to one another, putting their brother's needs above their own. People that use others for their own benefit are completely out of place among them. These end-time people are absolutely kingdom-minded, not trying to build a selfish, all-about-me status to become icons in this world. They want to establish God's name, and every word, thought, and deed is aimed in that direction. In fact, their vision is to see this present world come down, as God's kingdom rises above all. They surely do not want to be found supporting the world's systems or in any way absorbed or assimilated into them. They are separate people, set aside for God's use, that do not look like the world, talk like the world, think like the world, or walk like the world. They are God's true warriors. They dine with God according to His preset invitations or convocations, found in Leviticus chapter 23. They are ridiculed for their experiencing these feasts, as people say they were Old Testament. But on the contrary, Jesus attended them. All the disciples after Him did as well, and so do God's warriors. Man's holidays are a part of this world, and are therefore of no interest to them. The first feast God's people are invited to attend is Sabbath, a weekly feast. Therefore the warriors assemble together to praise and worship God, learn more about Him to mature their walk, and most importantly, to rest and enjoy the presence of their king, the head of their family. Sabbath actually teaches us how to enter into the rest of God as a way of life at all times. The warriors understand this rest and walk by Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verses 9 through 10. That which has been is what will be, and that which is done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which it may be said, See, this is new? It has already been in ancient times before us. The Creator devised a plan and road map for His people to follow in all the different ages, from Genesis to Revelation. Do you understand that what is done today was established before the earth was formed? To walk outside of this predestined way is foolish, resulting in dead works. So the warriors rely on truth to shape their thoughts and decisions, and depend on the Holy Spirit to direct their steps. In fact, two words that would best explain the warriors of God is obedience and willingness. 
They are obedient to the voice of God, be it through the Word, the prophets, their leadership, or a small soft voice within themselves, and are willing to carry out His direction. The world in the old church dislikes God's warriors, those who refuse truth, those who will not change, those that cannot take orders, those who love the world and the pleasures found there, who defend their form of religion over truth, actually despise the warriors for their beliefs and walk. They mock, scoff, gossip, and belittle all to do with them. But the warriors do not retaliate. Their fight is with the evil forces of darkness, found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, that are misleading those that bring the railing accusations against them. They are therefore a people of love, yet a people of war. Where are they? Way out there in front, following the heels of the Lord. Thus saying, they're way out there. Why did God create them? To defend truth, to feed it to others, to teach those who will hear how to come out of the darkness of false doctrine and the world it has helped shape. They offer the kingdom to them and help them to be born again correctly. So they too can be Abraham's seed and heirs to the covenants, according to Galatians chapter 3, verses 27 through 29. How can you find them? Look for their fruit. They are trees of righteousness, fashioned by Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3, fed from the tree of life, so their fruit will reflect the image of God's nature, and their leaves will heal the nations. They will then implement the ministry discussed in Isaiah 61 on behalf of others. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They drink only from the pure, crystal clean water of truth that proceeds from the throne of God, found in Revelation chapter 22 verses 1 through 3. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Who are his servants? If you look through the eyes of your spirit, you will see the name of God on their foreheads, and if you listen closely, you will hear the voice of truth in their songs as they spontaneously sing the new song, lifting their voices in high tahila praise. Zephaniah Chapter 3, verse 17, is fulfilled through their explosive prophetic praise and worship. Zephaniah, chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, 
will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love, and he will rejoice over you with singing. God sings his songs of love, warning, and direction through the prophetic voices of his warriors. Amos chapter 3 verse 7 tells us, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. In closing, it is very close to the end of this age. We need direction and protection. Just as in other instances in history, when great changes were made, men and women have been raised up to lead God's people. They are different. The old church will not understand them. The old wineskins will not be obedient to the voice of God through them, nor will they be willing to follow them. The carnal cannot follow the Spirit's children. John chapter 3 verse 8 tells us, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is every one who is born of the Spirit. But there is a remnant the Lord has marked for His own. It is for these the warriors blow the trumpets of warning and direction. It is for these the prayer warriors cry out to God for His help. It is for these the prayer warriors war and fight for breakthrough against the powers of darkness that have the remnant bound. It is for these marked ones that God releases truth through, the revealer that will expose false doctrine. Uncover the lies of Satan that much of the church is founded on and separate them from the world to his kingdom. In other words, there is safety, shelter, and peace in the company of God's warriors. By their fruit, you will know them. By your spirit, you will recognize them. And at the unction of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, you hopefully will join them.